Hey, this is Lisa Landry. You're listening to PF's Tip Recorder. Hello there, I'm P.F., this is my tape recorder. Coming up, it's Jeff Cesario. You know, I gotta do what's, what's true to me, you know, and uh, and I tend to drive down the middle of the road politically anyway, uh, you know, off stage, you know, as a human being, um, but uh, right now I, I think that's kind of an interesting place to be. Had a great chat with Jeff. Uh, he was on the show about a year ago, I believe. He's currently uh, featuring for Brian Regan, but he's going to be headlining in Minnesota in a couple of weeks. And he's also uh, involved in a TV show with Brian Regan, which he will tell us all about in a few minutes. We have a song of the week coming up from the Struts. I think you're going to dig it. And uh, first, we have another dumb bit focused on well, one of our favorite uh, subjects, of course. It's Facebook, not Factbook. Okay, so it is time again for... It's Facebook, not Factbook. Boy, two weeks in a row. All right, so anyway, there was a uh, post last Sunday morning after I had put the uh, the uh, previous week's show together, and you may have seen this mystery surround solar observatory evacuated near Roswell, New Mexico. FBI uh, went in, shut down the solar observatory, as well as a post office in El Paso, Texas. I'm not sure how far apart those are, but people freaked out. And, uh, well, this guy wearing a tinfoil hat, and I'm not joking, this guy is wearing a tinfoil hat. I'll explain in a minute. That's why I wondered, especially after reading for security reasons, and then I found this article, and then just my mind's thinking, okay, is, is somebody out there upset? Or is, is this some type of military drill? Or maybe they did find something out there. I don't know. These are all things that are just going through my mind. Question everything. Question everything. Wouldn't that be a trip if this place did find something? Or maybe, here's another thing too, though. Go on. Because this is a solar observatory. This is designed specifically to observe. I mean, this is designed specially for the sun. And with the activity of the sun, very little activity. It's an oxymoron when you think of the name Grand Solar Minimum. But the sun is at a minimum at its peak or close to its peak in a few years, I think it's going to be 2021 is going to be when it's at its peak of this minimum where there's, there's like no activity that's being reported on the sun. So maybe there was some bizarre activity that was picked up and they just had to hush everybody down and just shut everybody up or maybe. All right, shut up. Uh, that wasn't the reason it was closed. Uh, that was an interesting theory. Some of them uh, oscillated the theories between alien cover-up and government cover. Although the government cover-up thing is kind of hard to sell with, um, you know, with uh, President Bone Spurs in the White House because, you know, he's on your side now, so he's not going to shut the... I mean, what's going to happen? So anyway, this uh, dude in the Facebook comments is certain something's going to happen. There's some kind of emergency alert system, and he says, and this is last Sunday, he says this, be prepared and close to your TV, radio, or cell phone at 2.18 on the 20th. I have a pretty good feeling it's going to say this is not a test. Well, I'm recording this on Sunday the 23rd, and actually I'm going down through the replies to his and nobody actually called him on this and said hey dude it's uh, now past thursday the 20th on uh at 218 where's the test so 
Anyway, so anyway, it turns out, by the way, and I could not find any audio or video on this at all. This is the thing I find weird. Lots of audio and video on them closing the observatory. Uh, none on the real reason. The real reason, uh, unfortunately, was a very icky reason. Uh, a janitor was found to be downloading things he shouldn't have been downloading and not of a, an adult nature, uh, if you follow my drift. So, yeah, the ickiest thing you could probably think of. Mm-hmm. That's why it was closed. So, And it's been reopened since, by the way. So there you go. Uh, theory, all these conspiracy theories flying all over, even the mainstream media, the MSM, uh, were all speculating, kind of, you know, jokingly, winking and nod, saying, oh, yeah, people think it's an alien conspiracy or something, but uh, they did come back and explain, here's why, but they didn't seem as excited about explaining why, even though the reasons are icky, you would think they would say, oh, hey, you know all those bullshit theories that were going around? Well, they were, in fact, BS, here's the real reason, and, you know, we just chalk it up to... It's Facebook, not Factbook. Jeff Cesario is a stand-up comedian who you may know from his character Chet Waterhouse, or you may have seen him headlining a comedy club somewhere across this great nation. You'll have a chance to catch him, uh, well, maybe not catch him, catch some of his work on the new Brian Regan sketch comedy show that comes out this November. Here now is our interview with Jeff Cesario. Good. It's weird. I interviewed you like years and years and years ago, and then just last year, and now we're talking again. So it's kind of a interesting how we had that huge gap, and now you're uh, uh, back at. And now you can't shake me. I know, right? Um, so are are you touring more? And now, oh, by the way, could we use the audio uh, for my podcast? I forgot to uh, ask that up front. Yeah, sure. Great. So anyway, sure, this will be this will be crack audio for the podcast, and if you wait just a second, yeah. There's the sound, the sound of a Hilton toilet flushing. All right. Which, uh, you know, and I know a lot of your listeners probably don't get a chance to hear that that often. So. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. um, so are, are you touring more now, it seems, or are you just going to the places that... I'm touring a little more, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm trying to get some uh, some times here and there, right, and, you know, during the year, right, and get out and do some stand-up because I'm just having too much fun so and when i go out with brian we get stuff done for the show as well i'm out in front of brian this week that's right we're doing uh west palm tonight and uh boy, what do we got we got lakeland pensacola and then athens georgia so um so yeah so during the day then we'll get a we'll get a little bit of um prep done uh knock on wood we'll get picked up and have a Another few episodes of of, the, of his stand up slash sketch show, and I just want to get ahead of the ahead of the curve, so that if um, if they do greenlight us for more, we got a roadmap. We can just kind of hit the ground running. There you go, cool. And uh, where can folks find that for those not uh, in the know? Brian Regan has a uh, four episode sketch show on Netflix. Uh, should start, uh, I haven't checked recently, but I think they were looking at November. Okay. So I would say probably six weeks or so. Uh, but check uh, check Netflix scheduling. I, I should know, I don't, you know, maybe I can check on that. They might know at uh, Dakota, which is the production okay. company we use. But the last I heard, they were looking at November. Because okay. uh, his stuff is very... Um, um, 
susceptible to like like whole families. Even right, right. It's, as it's, you know, even though it's yeah. even though it's edgy, it's pretty clean stuff. So, right, right. Um, so they they felt like, hey, let's blast it out during the holidays, and people just watch and watch and watch and watch. So, knock on wood, that's what happened. Cool. And how'd you get mixed up in that? It sounds like a nefarious activity. <laughs> How'd you get mixed up in that, kid? Yeah. Why don't you keep your nose clean? Yeah, come clean, uh, kid. Come on. <laughs> I um, how did I get into that? No, I don't. I can't remember. I think Brian um was uh, doing some some gigs or connecting here and there with Seinfeld, and then he had the opportunity to do the show and Jerry. Uh, you know, Jerry and I have worked together on a couple of things, and Jerry said, you know, this sounds like it might be right up Cesario's alley. So um, Brian gave me a call. We had actually never worked together, and we hit it off, and um, it was a long ramp-up to the first four. It was probably the better part of 18 months or so, um, planning, doing some writing, uh, them ironing out business details and whatnot, but uh, we eventually got the green light, and... Um, and we shot over the course of uh, largely March and April of this past year. Then we edited in May and June, and May and June and July, and have uh, been turning in um, shows starting in August and September. And that's all that kind of tech stuff you got to have your stuff I don't understand. You need the sound quality, the picture quality, it has to be at certain standards and all that kind of stuff. So they iron out all of that, but we kind of finished the editing this summer and, uh, and it's called, um, stand up and away with Brian Regan and, uh, it's on Netflix. It's funny. I mean, the great thing is it's structured a little bit similar to the old Chappelle show in this sense where his stand up from stage then triggers a sketch. Okay. Uh, and the great advantage with Brian is, you know, he's got just, um, you know, bucket loads of old, great stand-up, classic bits oh, yeah, that he yeah. kind of wanted to officially get out there and and um, for his fans. So we're using a lot of his classic stuff as the trigger points into um, into bits, into sketches that are direct or indirectly have something to do with that piece of stand-up. So it was a really, really a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, and he's great. And he's great you, to work with. He's great on camera. And are you performing and acting in this? Or, I mean, and writing in this? Or what's your... What's you your... know, I executive produced and wrote. Okay. Um, I don't think that I popped up in anything. I mean, you know, with with the way the business model is now, the new business model is get it done. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I hook or crook. Uh, but I don't, you know, I don't remember, but I don't think... I popped up in it this time. I think that was just EPN and, and writing. Got a really good writing staff. We have Mason Steinberg, who's a great young writer, and um, Beth Sherman, who I had known from the Queen Latifah show. She came on board and did some writing. Uh, Hugh Fink, who worked at SNL for seven years. And, uh, um, and um, yeah, we had uh, Paul Greenberg, who was uh, with a sketch group called The State. Yeah. And then it's in a very funny guy. So we had a tremendous staff. We had really, really strong uh, writing staff. And then that Dennis Reagan, Brian's brother, who's functioning as both producer and writer as well. Okay. So it was really, 
really a strong staff, really a staff that kind of knew Brian in and out and, uh, and Brian's ability to communicate what he wants is, uh, is really top notch. He's just a sweet guy, you know, and he's, uh, about the easiest person I've worked for. And uh, I, featuring him must be a pretty featuring for him must be a pretty sweet gig. I've talked to some other folks that have featured for him, like Jackie Cation, and uh, you get a nice audience. You don't have to do any of the heavy lifting. And yeah, uh, he draws and, uh, great. He's yeah. working essentially theaters, uh, fifteen hundred, two thousand seat venues, and uh, you know you can't really go wrong. You know if you've got your act together, if you've you know if you've done your homework, um, and the, the challenge for me is that you know. Again, you know, his he, he can have nine-year-olds in the audience, up to eighty-year-olds. So, uh, you know, it's fun to um, to adjust the material so that it's so that it's really hitting this demographic right between the eyes. So, um, and it's just for the road's fun, I, you know. I mean, sure. I'm I'm not living it like I used to. I'm not out here seven, eight months a year. So to do. Closer to three months a year, scattered throughout the year, is 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 a hell of a lot of fun, especially when gigs are like this. So when you kind of jump, he's off. first class all the way. This guy. Let's oh go. yeah, yeah. We've we've spoken to him before. Oddly, won't be on my podcast, but lovely to talk to for uh, in depth features for City Pages and City Beat. So um, and uh, Lewis Black explained to me one time. He goes, "Well, that's just not Brian's bag. He doesn't, you know, doesn't know if he's supposed to be on all the time, or he's just not, you know, comfortable unless he's." Unless he really knows, you know, I'm like, I'm not mad at Brian. It's fine. A lot of other Gary Goldman's the same way. No, no, no harm, no foul. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's guys who like to, who have it structured nicely for the stage. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and that's the, the groove. And for the print, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I was gonna, when you're jumping off the road with him and doing, getting to do your own, uh, you know, full set, is that is it a lot different, or are you just kind of bringing some of the same stuff, but then you know, expanding it out, you know, with an extra, you know, ten twenty minutes? It'll be a lot different because uh, okay. you know I tend to have edgier stuff when left to my own devices. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, it's not like, you know, maybe edgy is the wrong word, but, you know, I'm a little looser on my own, and I cover a lot more bases, and it's more, much more personal. Uh, you know, I always feel if I'm, I just uh, worked in front of Kathleen Madigan last week in, uh, in Thousand Oaks outside of Los Angeles, and uh, the same holds true there. You know, I have a job to do there, which is to set that table yep. um, effectively. For that, for the headliner. Then when I'm headlining, uh, and Nick Anthony's in front of me, and I know, I've known Nick for a long time now, and, and you know that'll be his job, and he'll still be able to do what he wants, but he's got a shorter time frame, and, and there are some um, constructs to it. And then you know, with me headlining, um, anything goes, and I've just got a bunch of new material about certainly the times we're living in, and then certainly my own life. Um, and talking about uh, my daughter being married, and and uh, you know, it's just uh, it, it's ongoing. The writing process is ongoing, you know, and it just never ends. I just thought the other day, you know, I I'm married, and now I know why Buddhist monks aren't. You know, <laughs> it makes it easy. It's easy to be Zen when you're alone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you got to interact with somebody, man. <laughs> The tension triples instantly. So, so as uh, 
I've had fun writing a bunch of material in that vein and and writing about my daughter and, and how she came to be. You know, we did in vitro fertilization and so I've got a bunch of stuff on that now and, and it, it, you know, it, areas where it's just so much fun to get out there and do it and of course, you know, the where the country's at right now is 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 a really interesting place, really. And uh, and that's fun to kind of dive into and see where everybody's at. So, as far as so it's fun. As far as seeing where everybody's at, does it does the, the where your set go depend on how people react to things, or you just kind of have a kind of a down the middle approach? No, I don't. Or? I don't. Uh, you know, I gotta do what's what's true to me. You know, and uh, and I tend to drive down the middle of the road politically anyway. Uh, you know, off stage, you know, as a human being. Um, but uh, right now, I, I think that's kind of an interesting place to be. Um, it's kind of unique right now. I mean, there's people screaming from both ends of the spectrum. And uh, there's a, a large part of the country that I think has forgotten that, oh, oh, yeah, wait a second, we're the center. We're supposed to be holding this together. <laughs> ah, hang on. Let me get my pants on. Let me take my sweats off and my pants on. I got stuff to do. I'm supposed to be holding this country together. So, <laughs> so I think it's kind of fun <laughs> uh, if that's possible. And I think it is possible. I think we tend to forget that, um, that uh, you know, civility is, um, is, is kind of cool and can't be forgotten. <laughs> and uh, how is Chet Waterhouse doing? Chet is great. Chet is so much fun to do. Um, we're on month nine of the podcast. We started last January. Oh, that's right. And it's going great guns. We've had everybody on from Bob Costas to Jackie Cation to uh, Jay Moore. I had the Scar Brothers on. I had Kathleen Madigan oh, cool. on and Brian on. Snuck him on while we were working on the show. And uh, um, it's so much fun to sort of have an alter ego like that who can just screw things up and mess around and just kind of go for the joke um, all the time. And, and, and uh, you know, I love playing a character who's benevolent but a little bit daft and screwed up and, and is going to make errors, but then can just go, ah, oh, brother, shouldn't have said that. Well, that's what kept me out of the big league, you know, and move on. And uh, <laughs> and uh, it's really a blast. Um you know, I try to keep them to 30, 35 minutes. Some of them have gone a little longer, but but my goal is really ideally like 32 minutes on the head is exactly where I want to be Yeah, with Chad because that's a drive, you know, or a drive there and back. You know, if you're going to Costco, you know, you're done with my podcast by the time you get home with a 40-pack 40, 40 of Charmin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I, I try to keep mine to the thirty as well because, um, you know, like Pardo's is is two hours, and then I always feel bad. I'm not a subscriber to with his um the premium, and I'm like, you know, Jimmy, I'm a year behind on the free episodes. How in the world am I going to listen to? And I went out a an hour drive to work and an hour back. I used to work in Dayton. I live in Cincinnati. I got all kinds of podcasts out of the way. Now I live. I work from home, and if I do have to go in, it's only like a twenty-minute drive. So, um, yeah, um, it's just piling up and piling up, and it's stressing me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, you know, plus, 
I mean, if you've heard any of Chet, and I'm I'm doing some Chet in the act now too, just because it's too much fun. Um, you know, thirty's about right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need much more of that guy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that's uh, one of his gigs. Is uh, he's the voice of the uh, Sioux Falls uh, thunderstorm of the Intercontinental Football League, home of the nonstop clock. Game's done in forty forty one minutes. We blow through everything. Clock runs right through halftime. So you know. <laughs> So speed is a, a um, uh, an enjoyable uh, trait in Chet. <laughs> so, are you so it's fun to do, and, and just coming up with the endorsements and the, and the, the commercials. I just um, uh, you know, it's just too much fun. You know, so you're following. I know you've always had to kind of follow sports, and you know, a little way of you know doing chat and everything. But now that you have the podcast and everything, and have that kind of weekly commitment, are you following sports more? Or are you following it in a different way now, or kind of always the same you had? I'm following it in a little bit uh, different way, um, because I mean, the key to chat is he's always doing real sports. His results are it's a real sports update. Uh, you're going to get the result. If not the exact score, you're going to know who won. Uh, you're going to know um, the, the basic fact of a game or an event. Uh, you're going to get the four or five highlights from the NFL over the weekend, the four or five highlights from college football. Um, but he's going he's gonna to say it with a joke and with a stupid endorsement. I think my latest one was uh, uh, sponsored by Gesundheit. A leotards that'll cut your allergic reactions in half, or something like that. Yeah. Cut your sneezing in half with gazentites. Yeah. Leotards. I mean, it's just like idiotic. I just anything I think of is, you know, it's been interesting that the ads have really become these uh, little fun things that aren't just dumb which is perfectly fine and stupid, which I still love. I still do those too. But now I always got to try to get ones that have these sort of insane bad logic to them where the name is just absolutely the correct name for a bad product. <laughs> <laughs> like who would need leotards that help them sneeze less? Exactly. Nobody, but if if you did, they would be called gazentites. Right. You know, <laughs> it's comedy one on one, man. The absurd, the little wordplay. It's gorgeous. Um, so- yeah. So there's a, there's like a little insane logic that I try to get into each one of these now. Uh, you know, incognito. You'd never guess we're plumbers. I mean, anything that's just. <laughs> I like that. It kind of has a yeah. little. It's been really interesting because I'm getting a lot of fans now and. Um, I'm popping up on Corolla probably every couple of weeks or so on Corolla's podcast doing chat. And uh, listeners will, will send in their their uh, sponsors. And, you know, some of them are pretty good. Um, uh, but then when you get into this kind of little area of absurdity, only a few actually work. It's really wild. It's really wild for me. Having done it, I mean, I used to just do dumb ads, you know. Yeah. Uh, sweet Coast Penicillin Nut Bar, munch the pain away with Sweet Coast. You know, and those are great, but now I've kind of, over 20 years, this process, this ungodly process has actually matured into something something weirdly, insanely logical. So <laughs> it's crazy. It's the most fun of the whole podcast. I had Dennis Miller on the other day, and, and we just 
howled for 30 minutes because back when we were starting, we started together in Los Angeles in yeah. the early mid eighties. And, uh, we would just crack each other up for an hour doing sportscaster voices back and forth to each other with horrible transitions. Speaking of, you know, and then just launching yeah. into some horrible thing. And, uh, we essentially just did that for a half hour on air. And it was, uh, I don't think I've laughed that hard in a long time. That's a yeah. good one. I know people have their opinions about about Dennis, and um, but one of his uh, a guy, David Feldman, who is you know who you, you probably know David too, who was yeah, probably, David was on staff when I was yeah, executive producer of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the polar opposites politically, but the, and whenever anyone brings up Dennis, though, David will say, "Look, I know we we don't we don't all agree with Dennis, but if he was in this room right now, he would have you on the floor holding your gut from laughing so hard." He's, he's he's yeah. still really sharp and uh, a, a great comedic mind, and I think people kind of kind of forget that sometimes. Yeah, and knock on wood, that's part of what I'm talking about. You know, generally speaking, is that I think it's about time that that kind of comes back into the forefront, and that'll be reflected in comedy. I I hope across the board where. Uh, uh, people will start nudging each other a little in a little more of a friendly manner and uh, realize that as Americans one of our um, one of our greatest assets is our sense of humor and uh, we don't have to beat the hell out of each other we can do it with a barb and then go have dinner yep so the name of the podcast is play with pain okay Chef sign off and all and all the uh, and all the usual can find in all the usual places. I reckon it's on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Super. Yeah. All right. Uh, and and that's going great guns. And so I'll you know I like in my headline said I like to go everywhere where my life is right now, which is my family, my kid, politics, sports. Uh, I'll be there and we'll be having a great time for sure. Terrific. Well, great. And man. then look for for uh, Brian's show. Netflix this November. It's called Stand Up and Away with Brian Regan. Awesome. And as always, hope we get you down here in Cincinnati sometime soon as well. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. I got it. That's so... That's a fun town. I haven't right. been there in a million years. Yeah. We'll try to get that sorted. Well, great, man. Well, thanks for taking the time. Good luck with your meeting later today, of course. And, uh, yeah, uh, continued success. Thanks so much, PF. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Jeff. Bye. Thanks again to Jeff Cesario for being on the show. Another fun chat with Jeff. Uh, you can catch Jeff by the way. Well, if you're going to see Brian Regan anytime soon, I reckon you'll see uh, Jeff in the future slot. And boy, the thing you got to uh, say about Regan is uh, there are a lot of other guys that tour theaters, guys and gals. I'm thinking specifically of uh, a couple of guys uh, that I've seen in theaters. They bring a feature act. And let's just say the feature is maybe not the strongest person they could bring. Now, we know a lot of great guys, uh, friends of the show, Ryan Singer, uh, I, I think Alex Stone, Jeff Tate maybe, but these guys are, are super talented and funny, and they are get, properly getting feature work. Uh, some of the other headliners, uh, theater headliners, I just suspect bring along a feature that is fine, 
but you know, isn't gonna show them up. And there's even a guy I like a lot I'm a little suspicious of. But in any case, Brian Regan, not one of them. Friend of the show, Jackie Cation is featured for him. Cesario, we just spoke to features for him. And we've spoken to, I think, a couple other people that are featured for him. So top names. You're going to see Brian Regan. You're going to get a great comedy. Oh, Kathleen Madigan also is, she's not one of those people. She also brings good features with her because she wants to, you know, help folks and, you know, have, have someone set the table properly for her show. So good on those guys. And if you're in Minneapolis, you'll be lucky enough to catch Jeff uh, October 4th through the 6th. He'll be headlining at the Acme Comedy Company. For your other Jeff Cesario needs, go to jeffcesario.com. I could not get his tour links to come up, so I don't know where he's going to be um, headlining on his own. Maybe he'll get that sorted soon. You can catch his uh, podcast, uh, which is, features his Chet Waterhouse sportscaster character, Play With Pain, as he says, uh, anywhere you get podcasts, I reckon. iTunes, uh, Spotify, all that fun stuff. So there you go. Uh, we've come up to the song of the week. Oh, plugs, of course. Uh, check Check Hayes' blog. Do check that out. I think you've just... Uh, check check hey blog all one word it'll pop up nearly liza youtube same thing go to youtube nearly liza boom subscribe to both of those please they are wonderful and uh you'll be it's it's a it's a family of uh folks on the internet is basically what we are now and that brings us now to the song of the week song of the week is from struts i don't know a lot about them except i know murray valeriano off of rock solid podcast stands these guys and uh, so does, let me see, somebody else is a big fan of them as well. Um, oh, no, I know what it is. I downloaded uh, the version of the song that's just these guys. They have a single version of this featuring Kesha, who I ain't mad at. I, Kesha's just fine. It's Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap that stand Kesha, so I was debating back and forth. But I don't think this song works quite as well as a duet. I like this, the Struts version, better. Uh, Struts are from somewhere in Britain. I forgot where. The Midlands, perhaps. Maybe a Sheffield, maybe a Birmingham, if you will. But anyway, um, they are currently touring the country, so rock radio is being encouraged to push uh, this song, uh, this song called uh, "Your Body Talks." Uh, I believe that's the official title of it. Anyway, it is our song of the week. It is a banger. I think it came out late last year, but as they, like I said, they're pushing it to rock radio as a struts tour of the country, and rightly so. This is a tune and a half. Uh, Body talk. This is the struts. Our song of the week on PF Tape Recorder. So long, and thanks for listening. Your eyes follow like a spotlight. Two eyes like the sun. Go ahead, keep your distance from me Soon you're gonna come When you flick your hair like you don't care And you're asking where I'm from That game that you're running, baby You've already won I need to know, know, know What do you need, need, need What do you like, like, like Cause I'm gonna be it tonight You can be cool, you can be shy Say what you want, say what you like You can be cool, you can be shy